Washburn here. And that moment we've been waiting for has finally fucking arrived. Bossy Power Bottom Wear is now officially live on RonnieWashburn.com. That's R-A-O-N-I Washburn.com for purchase. Bossy Power Bottom Wear. The gay lifestyle and clothing line that unapologetically describes what it means to live your best gay life and show others through your clothing that you bottom like a boss. Want to know more? Go to RonnieWashburn.com now. That's R-A-O-N-I. Washburn.com and find out for yourself what it truly means to bottom like a boss with bossy power bottom wear. The following is brought to you by Bossy Power Bottom Productions. The city of San Francisco called an official state of emergency due to the monkeypox. The city of Los Angeles called an official state of emergency due to the monkeypox. The state of New York called an official state of emergency due to the monkeypox. And then about two weeks later, the entire state of California also called a state of emergency due to the monkeypox. Oh, but wait, you can't get your vaccine yet because why? Oh, it's a gay thing and the government doesn't give a fuck. Your alarm goes off at 6.30 a.m. And the first thing you do is grab your phone and look at your grinder and find a way to somehow coordinate some sort of a Hook up right before you have to go in to the office at 9 a.m. that day. And as you go over to that guy's house, have hot, passionate sex. Suddenly you find yourself walking into that office building with a little bit more of a pep in your step. You go throughout your day at the office and everything just seems to be working out way better than it would have had you not had that hot, passionate sex with that random guy on grinder, And then after work, on your way home, you figure out how to basically go over to a different guy's house and have hot, passionate sex. And once you walk home doing that gay walk of shame from that guy's house on that same day, you realize that you might have something in your life that you have really just counted on more than really anything else in your normal everyday ritualistic routine and that is just having that hot random fuck and how much of a difference it makes in your attitude in your life it just makes everything seem so much better in this world but then one day one day suddenly this thing this thing called monkeypox suddenly gets thrown into the picture And you realize that in that moment, that hot morning bang-out sesh that you had with that guy down the street, that hot bang-out sesh that you had after work in your regular, everyday, ritualistic, day-to-day routine is all coming to a sudden end. Because that monkeypox shit is so fucking foul, so disgusting, and who wants to be scarred up on your body for the rest of your life just because you went over to that guy's house to have sex? So sit back, relax, put on that condom or pop your prep pill and let's find out how we could possibly ever get back to a place where you actually grab your phone at 6.30 a.m. once again and 
get on Grinder and find that guy to go have sex with before you go into the office. And will that ever happen again? now listening to my gay expose podcast a show that unperfectly describes what it's like when life has you fucked in the head while being fucked from behind i'm ronnie washburn a writer lgbtq plus community activist self-proclaimed messy loudmouthed, and somewhat semi-passable podcast host Popper Somalier, porn star, fluffer in training, and local San Francisco bossy power bottom that just so happens to be on the left of you on your grinder grid. And this is My Gay Expose Podcast. Ronnie Washburn here. And welcome back to the show that actually encourages you to go get your fucking monkeypox vaccine before you have sex. My Gay Expose podcast. And on this week's expose, we talk about all the things that you need to know in regards to the monkeypox virus that's like spreading like crazy throughout our society. And of course, it's been dubbed a gay virus. And so for that reason, the government just doesn't even really give a shit. And actually getting a monkeypox vaccine has become so fucking difficult and hard to maneuver through. So hopefully, if you listen along, you'll find out how you could possibly get yours and resume your gay hookup life once again. And this week on the Your Gay Expose segment, I reached out to a few of my friends, as well as you, the listeners, and asked how... This whole monkeypox thing has affected your sex life. And tell me about it. And you guys, I just want to say before we segue into the rest of this week's expose, just be fucking careful. This shit is so fucking disgusting. I don't know if you've seen the photos or anything that's been floating around online, but it is getting to a place where they're actually potentially calling this another global pandemic. And just... Put yourself in a situation where you aren't being a part of the problem. For fuck's sake, just fucking go get vaccinated if you're able. Or just abstain from having sex until this shit is under control. Ugh, and we'll get into more of that shit later. But first, before we actually wait in line at the Steamworks bathhouse in Berkeley for four and a half hours just to get your monkeypox vaccine, and only to find out that they ran of Out of all of today's supplies, after four and a half hours of waiting, only because the government refuses to put any more money into providing more vaccines because it's all a bunch of fucking rich old white people, which makes a whole hell of a lot of sense. First, let's hop into this week's re-expose. Welcome to this week's Re-Exposé, the segment in which I take the time to reassess, re-examine, re-explain, restart over, or just re-say shit that I said in past 
episodes that either you didn't fully understand, I didn't fully understand, or once I re-listened through for an edit, I was like, oh, fuck, what the fuck was I even trying to say there? Ugh, Jesus, what a goddamn mess. That definitely merits a re-expose. <laughs> okay, so I'm a little embarrassed about the information that I have to expose on this week's re-expose segment. So, okay, if you follow along to the show, you know that a few episodes back, I did an episode entitled No One Dies From Love Right, in which my ex sent me a song via text from Tuvlo, who I am such a big fucking fan of and have been the entire time since I discovered her first album, Queen of the Clouds, all the way back in 2014. So it's like, you guys, listen, I have been the biggest fucking fan of who I thought was Tuvlo, and it's actually not Tuvlo for this entire time, since 2014. I just assumed it was Tuvlo. I recorded that entire expose calling her Tuvlo the entire time. And I am so fucking shocked to actually realize that while watching RuPaul's Drag Race, All-Stars, All-Winners season, as she was a guest judge on the show, Ru kept calling her Tuvi Lu, and it was, or Tove Lu. And I was like, okay, I, I didn't really understand because I clearly knew it was Tuvlo. And so I just thought, okay, well, maybe just Ru's friends with her and... Like, maybe that's, like, his pet name for her or some shit like that. I didn't think anything of it. I mentioned it to a friend who is a mutual fan of hers as well and kind of just, like, said something about it, but they didn't really, like, say much about it either. But, you guys, the other day I was talking to some, one of my coworkers at work who I didn't even would think would have any idea who she was, and he revealed that it is, in fact, pronounced Tuve Lu. Tuve Lu, Tuve Lu, Tuve Lu. I don't even know if I'm fucking saying it right because I've gone this entire time not knowing how to pronounce her name. And listen, one of the biggest dynamics of this show is the fact that I have such a hard time with people mispronouncing other people's names because my name is spelled R-A-O-N-I and it's pronounced Ronnie. And so all the Rayonis and Raonis and everything that I've gotten my entire life has just been enough to, you know, put me through therapy. And so I get when people mispronounce your name, it sucks. But here's the thing. I literally thought it was Tovlo. <laughs> so if you're listening out there, Tuvilu or Tovelu, and I still can't even pronounce your fucking name right, I'm giving you my biggest and most sincerest apology from the bottom of my gay little black heart for fucking up your name on an episode. And I'm really excited for your new upcoming album. Let's just say that. <laughs> oh my God, I feel like such an idiot. Literally, you guys, this entire time from 2014 to present, I thought it was fucking Tavlo. But no, it's Tove Lu, I think. <laughs> oh, and speaking of being embarrassed, you guys, this is so fucking stupid. I'm so fucking sick of Instagram. You know, there's like a bunch of shit going around because I guess like the guy who... I don't know if he's like the CEO or whoever the fuck he is, but he did this video on Instagram about how he basically pretty much just said, like, I know that you guys are all mad that we're changing Instagram up, but we don't really care. That's what we're going to do anyway. <laughs> it's like, okay, it's like, basically, you're taking one of the most 
successful platforms and telling people to go fuck themselves because they don't like how you're changing it. But that's neither here nor there. But on the actual Instagram page for this very show, the exposing my gay account. Like, I, and I, here's the thing, you guys. When I first started this fucking account, my gay expose wasn't even fucking available. And I, I couldn't find or verify how or why because there's no other account that has my gay expose. But no, I couldn't use it. I actually had to use exposing my gay. And now it's just there and it's always going to be. And that's just that. But on the actual profile itself where you put your name in, I realized after all this time that it really just said my gay expose. So I like didn't have that little dash over the E. And it's really part of my signature brand. It's my gay expose. So I uh, went back through to edit it. And, you know, I was like, I have fucking fat thumbs. And so I was typing it in on my phone and I actually got the little dash to go over the E. But I, it like what my phone, you know how it is with iPhones when you're trying to go back and like re-edit shit. Sometimes it doesn't always work out the way that you want it to. And so it was very much that moment. And while I got the dash over the E of the expose, I had to like delete the word podcast at the very tail end. And when I retyped it in, my fat fingers forgot to put, I think it's the S that's missing on the actual account itself. And since I did it twice because it wasn't working, I got this fucking notification from Instagram saying, you can't change your name more than twice in a two-week time frame. What the fuck is that shit? (laughs) I'm just like, so officially for the next two weeks, the official My Gay Expose podcast Instagram page is misspelled. So please, it's not my fault. Instagram won't let me fucking change it. And I sent them a fucking really aggressive text saying, I can't have my name and my likeness misspelled. I need somebody to help me out. And of course, I haven't heard one peep from Instagram. They're too busy telling people that even though they like the page and it's so successful that they're going to do shit that nobody else really likes anyway. And that's what they're more focused on these days. And they're not really focused on helping somebody out who accidentally (laughs) fucked up his name when he was trying to... It's just a big fucking hot ass mess. But if you're wondering why podcast is misspelled, it's not my fault. It's Instagrams. So there's that. And one last time, we are in officially the month of August. And therefore... You have just a few days away, you guys. Go to AIDSLifeCycle.org and register for next year's AIDS Life Cycle journey. AIDSLifeCycle.org. Register as a roadie. Register as a writer. August 17th, you can officially register. We're almost there. And you guys, I can't wait to see you there. And if you need any more further information on why you should participate in the AIDS Life Cycle this year, go back into the AIDS Life Cycle journey expose and find out more. So before we get my gay expose, that just so happens to have a very you know, I'm just going to take a break from Grinder because I don't want to hook up with a random because you never know what's going on with the pox these days. Themed undertone. First, let's get your gay expose. 
And this week, the question was asked to a few of my friends as well as you, the listeners. How is monkeypox influencing your current sex life? And explain. So let's get some of those responses now. Michael says, I'm not hooking up with anyone, not until I get fully vaccinated. And even still, the paranoia still lingers in my mind. John says, my husband and I lucked out and got an early dose before they started making and changing all of the rules in Los Angeles. So we actually just got our second dose yesterday and today. Kyle says, it's just one thing right after another. First, we have a fucking pandemic. Then we have monkeypox. And did you hear that there was a case of polio found in New York. It's almost as if the world just doesn't want us to have sex anymore. <laughs> Abraham says, it's making me limit not only my current sex life, but social life. So no sexy life. I'm vaccinated, but would feel better with a second vaccine. <laughs> Jacob said, thank goodness I'm married and monogamous. <laughs> Can you imagine if that's how you found out that your partner was cheating on you in a monogamous relationship is that you both contracted the pox? It's like a fucking Lifetime movie original. <laughs> Jesse says, just masturbate. <laughs> Donovan says, it's the constant battle of wanting to know which head is going to win in decision making. <laughs> Jeffrey says, it's like quitting sex, cold turkey, as if you're quitting smoking cigarettes. Peter says, I've never jerked off more in my life than I have in the last few months. Kelsey says, lesbian. <laughs> oh my God, girl, I love you so fucking much. You have no idea. says <laughs> he actually sent me this like little chart that shows you like the efficiency time and pr protection ratings for like people who are HIV negative and people who are HIV positive and the percentages and how long you should wait and there's so much data here that I won't go into any specific details but he said right underneath gotta wait one more month to be slutty Guys that are catching monkeypox have five to ten sex partners in a month. Yeah, I mean, but like, isn't that just like a Tuesday? <laughs> Keshev says, I have one friends with benefits and we have, for the most part, been exclusive to avoid the risk. We have both had some external encounters, but communicate about them each time as they pass. Other than that, I have abstained from hookups as well as Dory Alley. <laughs> More on Dory Alley later. Rob says, actually, it's a little crazy. I was just reading about how in San Diego, there are like 20 confirmed cases and how it's rampant in the gay community. And now I'm freaking out. So I'm all paranoid 
and I don't really want to hook up now. I need to read more about it, like if there were any vaccines, etc., and I definitely don't plan on hooking up so carelessly until I learn more. <laughs> so this is one of my new friends that I met over SF Pride Weekend through a few other friends, and he's actually living in San Diego. And honestly, it kind of sounds like San Diego is clearly showing up late to the monkeypox party. Go get vaccinated. Go get vaccinated. Go get vaccinated. Oh, I do love this bitch, though. She's a lot of fucking fun. But really, I know that you need to go get vaccinated because I kind of know <laughs> what you normally would be doing if there were no monkeypox. Leo says, no ass is worth the scars. I would rather just jerk myself off and be safe. Robert says, how was your Dory Alley weekend? <laughs> so you guys, at the time of this recording, Dory Alley, which is like our July Sunday festival, and it's very fetish slash leather driven in the San Francisco Bay Area and very well known, widespread. And just that festival that I've legitimately gone to each and every year, which is because there's always something that you see there that will just shock you when you just think that you can't be shocked. <laughs> We've talked about some of this shit so many times on this show. But you guys, I didn't go this year. And my understanding is that a lot of people actually didn't go this year because they're all freaking out about the whole monkeypox thing. Because let's just face it. When you go to something like Adori Alley, all you're going to do is end up in like an Eiffel Tower style gangbang. I mean, am I wrong? Ben says, in my current state of mind, when it comes to thinking about having sex, it doesn't really even turn me on anymore when I see all of those horrific photos and videos that people are showing about their physical symptoms from the pox. Hamish says, it's non-existent. Joseph says, asexual. <laughs> well, it's probably a really fucking good time to be asexual currently. Sergio says, what sex life? I haven't fucked a butt in over a month. Daniel says, one word, lesions. I can't. I can't date until I get the vaccine because lesions are just not going to happen to me. Scariest word in the English language I can't. My straight brother Ryan says as follows. Well, before your podcast, I thought Monkey Pock was like a new upcoming rapper, which I thought was a, a little racist. But since you've educated me on the subject, it's been the first time that I've been okay. Well, okay, maybe happy with the fact that my wife doesn't like butt stuff. <laughs> Okay, Ryan, so literally you were almost there. But it's not just sexually transmitted. I hate to break it to you. Uh, it's cute. It's like he thinks it's solely off butt sex. <laughs> oh, my God. So we, maybe next time we meet up, I'll just have to go over what monkeypox is just one more time. Definitely still not a rapper. <laughs> Joe says... 
I ain't having sex with no one. I'm getting my first shot tomorrow, so that's exciting, and I'm not going to die. However, I'm still scared of getting it and the awful lesions. <laughs> first and foremost, you're not having sex with anyone, Joe? Hmm. Yep, I'm going to keep that to myself. <laughs> Love you, girl. <laughs> Michael number two says, I've grown accustomed to ritualistic masturbation. <laughs> Kevin says, well, as you know, I've been with the same boyfriend for about two years now, but we're open. So therefore, in regards to playing outside of the bedroom, it's just not happening anymore. And I really hope that this doesn't make it so that whenever I get horny, my only option is my boyfriend for much longer. <laughs> what? Girl, there are people out there who are going without sex. Count your fucking blessings. This bitch, I can't with her. <laughs> and as usual, all of these answers really just aren't one big giant clusterfuck of really just all over the place because most of you answered by saying that you're like really just not having random casual sex right now because of all of this shit. And thank fucking God, because none of you bitches were listening during COVID-19. <laughs> It's good to know that there are people out there that are really fucking concerned about this shit and spreading it and making it much bigger of an issue. So just go out and get your fucking vaccine. That's all I can say. Just go fucking do it. Go through the motions of figuring out how you can get your fucking monkeypox vaccine. I mean, look at Alex. He actually just fucking sent me a chart of where he knows that he can go out and be a slut. Once again, be responsible, be a responsible slut like Alex, <laughs> or just fucking masturbate like apparently everybody else is this week. And don't worry if you didn't get your answer read. Just continue to follow on Instagram at Exposing My Gay. And remember, the funnier the answer, the more likely you'll be read live on the show. And now, let's get my gay expose and you'll get my thoughts on this entire fucked up monkey pucks clusterfuck of a situation and what you should be doing with your life and what i'm doing with my life right now in this current moment and how do we get through this well let's find out now all right you guys listen i wanted to take this quick time out to ask you for a huge favor. I need all of you right now in this moment to go over to Apple Podcasts and click five stars. This helps us in the podcast world out so much more than you will ever know. It actually gets us to that trajectory that we're actually already on our way to just a little bit faster and it makes things start happening. I really just need your help. Please, if you wouldn't mind, just go to Apple Podcasts, click five stars. And if you don't want to click five stars, just, well, keep that click to yourself. <laughs> but you can also rate five stars on Spotify too. So wherever you listen to your podcasts, please, I need your help. Click 
five stars and allow my gay expose podcast to get to that next best thing. things that I talk about so often on this show is really just that dynamic of that cute little cozy San Francisco gay bubble that I talk about where I live my entire fucking life in said cute little bubble and I'm just as gay as I want to be in my habits, my routines, my daily planning, all of it. It's just, I mean, everything is so fucking gay. And one of those things that we as gays that live in SF. And I mean, I know it's not just exclusive to here and you probably might be doing it in a part of your life too. It's just the constant notion of hooking up with guys on Grindr on a regular basis and really just making that a part of what you do, you know, a few times a week or I mean, every day for that matter, if you're that bold and daring. (laughs) But like gay hookup culture is a part of SF life. And you guys... This whole monkey pox thing has really just kind of thrown a monkey wrench, (laughs) no pun intended, into all of this hookup culture bullshit. And it's just like all of the gays are suddenly just sitting back and going, oh, my God, what the fuck are we going to do? So the thing is, let's just focus on COVID for a moment. I remember when COVID first hit and we were all in lockdown, there was the initial scare of like people were actually fucking dying. And the idea that we could actually spread this virus, you know, in a hookup type scenario was very real and very there. But then we all got our vaccines and we all kind of continue to sort of maneuver through this entire COVID journey, even though it's not as detrimental as it once was. At least that's how it is here in SF, because I know there's so many parts of the country and the world out there that are so anti-vaccine. And I still don't fucking know why, But here in San Francisco, we enjoy about an 86% fully vaccinated rating in regards to like the San Francisco residents. So our way of life here in our cute little cozy San Francisco gay bubble is very that we're not really afraid of COVID anymore. Yeah, we might still get it and yeah, we still might pass it along, but the fear of death is definitely out of the picture. And so that being said, I remember when we were in that lockdown situation before the vaccines and guys would still continuously hit you up on Grindr and want to fuck. And it was just like, there were so many times where I would be like, why would I come to fuck you? When we're sitting here in a fucking pandemic where we could all just fucking die. And then, you know, they wouldn't respond or, you know, whatever would happen. And then you just blow them off and then move on. But now that we're like fully vaccinated... It just would seem that everybody's ready to get back on track to getting back to how life once was. And just as we were all getting our San Francisco lives back to the way that it once was, now we put monkeypox into the picture. And it literally, I don't know when this specifically took off, because again, as we all know, I don't do proper research anytime I talk about any sort of topic on this show. (laughs) The messy dynamic of the unresearched information is just really very me. But I'm going to still talk about it anyway, because 
after SF Gay Pride at the very tail end of June. That's when shit got really fucking real. Now, one of my closest friends actually told me that one of the circuit parties that he went to during SF Pride, I guess all of the attendees that went to this said circuit party, which again, this is one of those circuit parties that notoriously is known to have that dark or back room where you go and anything really just goes, that there were several monkeypox outbreaks. And so all of the people who actually came to said circuit party received like some kind of a warning email saying, hey, you know, just to let you know, you could have potentially been exposed to the monkeypox. And I think when it first all came out, we all just kind of rolled our eyes and really didn't think that this would be a thing. But you guys, holy shit, have you seen these fucking photos of what it is on your body physically when you contract monkeypox? It's fucking horrifying. Like the photos that I've pulled up are just beyond jaw-dropping and just disgusting. And the pox are like literally like the size of fucking dimes and they're white. It's pretty fucking horrifying. So that being said, you know, we started rolling out the fucking monkeypox vaccines. But here's the thing, you guys, because this is considered to be a gay fucking virus, which it's not, but a you know, of course, because the gays are hooking up all the time and touching each other all the time. Of course, it's going to spread more, you know, sporadically amongst the gay community. It's been dubbed as a gay virus. So what that means is the government just doesn't really even give a fucking shit. And San Francisco has been petitioning for the past several weeks to get more and more monkeypox vaccines to its residents because everybody's freaking out about how mortifying this is. And here's the thing, you guys, here's what's so different about this versus the COVID-19 vaccine situation. I get that, you know, obviously COVID is serious because you could have potentially died. So therefore you wouldn't want to hook up back then. But, you know, we all got vaccines and death was off the table. So then we all started hooking up again. But this time, even though death is completely out of the picture with monkeypox, you can scar up from this shit And think about it. You would forever be like the scarlet letter. Like everyone would see your fucking skin and know that at one point you contracted the monkeypox because their scarring is really high in percentage, I guess, on people who contract it. It's really fucking terrifying. I'm just like, I'm so sorry. Like I was having a conversation with one of my friends the other day and we were both legitimately like the biggest sluts around and we were kind of talking about it and we're both pretty straightforwardly like no I'm not hooking up no more random hookups until all of this shit it's crazy you guys like the idea that he and I would actually say that we would forego sex because of this fucking specific situation that's pretty fucking huge because we like that's what one of the things that we live for most in our lives is to just hook up with that hot jock top that you've been eyeing for weeks on your grinder grid and we're giving it up like cold turkey cold fucking turkey even as i mentioned last week on last week's expose when i did the social experiment with the diet the idea was to have random hookups and see if Like I had dirty butt sex, oopsie daisy moments because of my diet. And it would have been a lot more successful that way because that's how I've done a lot of these social experiments for the show in the past. 
But because of all of this coming full circle with the monkeypox, I was a little apprehensive. And so instead, I only had sex with three specific guys that I have sex with on a regular basis that I trust that I know aren't hooking up randomly. And we went that route anyway. And, you know, honestly, having a dirty butt sex oopsie daisy moment with friends with benefits is far more horrifying because I know them well. (laughs) I'd much rather have a dirty buck sex oopsie daisy moment with somebody that I don't know, some random dude that I'll never speak to ever again. But fortunately, the dirty butt sex shit didn't happen. Thank God. But... You guys, it's just, just, it's changing all of our lives as gay men. We can no longer go out and just have random hookups because we're so scared that we're going to get this fucking virus, that we're going to spread it, that we're going to scar up. It's just fucking mortifying. But the crazy part, again, is because it's being dubbed as a gay virus. The government is not supplying the vaccines like they should be, and San Francisco's petitioning to get more vaccines. You guys, I've heard stories. Two specific clinics that are in the SF slash Bay Area. One is Strut, which is like our local SF clinic that's funded by the San Francisco AIDS Foundation, which is also sponsored by the AIDS Life Cycle. Just as a side note, (laughs) just have to throw in that as often as I can. But they were giving out the monkeypox, but they're in such a limited amount that not everybody can get it. And I've heard horrifying four and a half hour wait times, like literally sitting in line for four and a half hours only to find that they ran out of all the fucking allotted vaccines from the federal government and they just don't have any more. And so people are just like, uncertain. They don't know how they're going to get their vaccine or when or any of it. And even our local Bay Area bathhouse Steamworks, they keep advertising that they're doing local monkeypox vaccine clinics. And you go and it's the same thing. My friend told me that he went and tried and it was like a five hour wait. And it's just they only get a certain amount of vaccines because, again, the federal government is pretty much blaming it on the gays and not putting it in to like the serious pot that they should be like mixing everything together with in regards to the rest of the political agenda. It's just like the AIDS crisis. It's like they just didn't give a shit because it was just affecting gays. And it's just so fucking bullshit. It's like we're all fucking American goddamn citizens. It should be something that you should be concerned about regardless of sexual fucking orientation. But here's what I'm about to reveal to the government. It's not just a gay thing. You can actually contract it with prolonged physical touch. That's right. You didn't hear wrong. Prolonged physical touch. So in other words, I could give a female straight woman a hug and she could get fucking monkeypox if I had it. So I just can't wait, honestly, as much as I don't want to say this for the first like fucking rich, old, white, political man to get like monkeypox and then suddenly realize that this is becoming something that we need to actually invest money into because it's affecting not just the gays but the straights and truthfully as sad as it is to say the stigma does dictate that that's the only way that something like this will pull us out of this situation where we're so limited on our vaccines So they're predicting that we're going to be able to get them all eventually. But in the meantime, we're all sitting here wondering, will we ever be able to just have random sex again? (laughs) 
But what really is kind of bothering me the most about this entire situation is the fact that the gays on Grindr are just ignoring this shit. Like, nobody's... Like, I get multiple inquiries for sex on a fucking regular basis. Funny enough, I actually... I don't know if you guys are paying attention or not, but, like, recently I cut my hair short, and I've actually been given so many compliments ever since I cut my hair short. And I haven't had my hair short in a few years. So the idea that like, I actually, (laughs) funny enough, reached out to one of my close friends and I was like, you fucking bitch. I am getting so much fucking attention on the sex apps, even more than I ever did in my life. How dare you let me go my entire life with long hair, allowing me to think that it was okay. (laughs) He was like, what? Really, though, like, I, I mean, I did get attention with the longer hair, but like, I, I mean, I am getting hit on on the apps so fucking regularly that I can't even keep up with it. And you guys, why? Why are guys trying to still go through the motions of having random hookup sex when we're in this situation with these monkey pox and getting that virus and infecting everybody else that you have sex with? Fuck all of you for thinking that this is just another COVID moment where you can just pretend like it's not there just to get your fucking rocks off and come in a bottom's ass. Like this is complete bullshit. So on that note, you guys just be safe, be cautious and like do the research in your local area and find out where you can get your monkeypox vaccine. I have an appointment with my doctor next week to get my first. So I'm doing my due diligence to protect myself and you should do the same. So just be careful and hopefully we can get out of this fucking shit sometime soon. learn today, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, gays and straights, tops or bottoms, gender fluid and non-binary, bisexuals and lesbians, transgender and questioning? Well, I'd like to think we'd learn a whole hell of a lot, or at least I hope you did, because you guys, this fucking shit is getting real. This monkeypox BS is so fucking foul, so disgusting, And if you don't know what it looks like, just Google that shit. It's so just horrifying. And honestly, it is the biggest boner killer of all time. Because when it comes to going out and hooking up with that random dude on Grindr, just think, if you look at that photo that you just Googled about the monkey pox on somebody's body, that could be you. And who wants that shit, especially if that shit is scarring? and spreading, and just, it's just so fucking nasty, so just protect yourself, and go through the motions of figuring out where you can go, whatever local resource that you have at your fingertips to go get your monkeypox vaccine, and be like Alex, and actually, like, look at a chart, and know, after your vaccine has been given to you, how much longer you have to go out, and once again, be a slut worry-free. And I actually just want to hear from you, the listeners. What is your take on monkeypox in your specific area? So give me a call on the official My Gay Expose podcast hotline at 
415-501-0401. That's 415-501-0401. Call in, leave a message, and tell me what your specific experience is with monkeypox, wherever it is in the world that you live. And with that, don't forget to go over to Apple Podcasts, click five stars, follow on Spotify, and don't forget to turn on those notifications so that you can catch wind of each and every episode of my Gay Expose podcast right when it drops. Follow on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Exposing My Gay. And don't forget to check out the latest piece to the My Gay Expose podcast puzzle, the official website at mygayexposepodcast.com. And don't forget to join us next week for another messy, salacious, and fully vaccinated and relatable episode with me exposing my gay. I'm Ronnie Washburn, and I will be abstaining with sex until I get fully vaccinated with my monkeypox vaccine with you next time. Expose has been brought to you by Bossy Power Bottom Productions. Want to know more? Go to bossypowerbottom.com and find out for yourself what it truly means to bottom like a boss with Bossy Power Bottom Productions.